hey, what's going on? Hi, I'm I'm heavy heavy world champion Dave Batista, and I'm here to tell you that you're in for a great podcast, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, everyone outside and in between. Welcome, welcome, big big biggity back. Uh. This is a very long conversation about movies and art and whatever else we feel like talking about. And my name... And, oh wait, no, hold on. I'm your producer and my name is Sam Bannigan. And I am Andrew Thomas. Sam, how are you? I'm tired and grumpy. How are you? Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm awake and stressed. The only okay. two things you can be. <laughs> The only yeah. two things you can be in this world. Yeah. That's uh, that's pretty good. We're doing all right. We're doing all right. Hey, remember we're last week right. we were like, I'm, I'm, I'm dancing on the clouds. <laughs> remember that? <laughs> yeah. Back I mean, to, to be it. Fair, that was, to be fair, I'm going to post this podcast and that podcast both today. Uh. And we only recorded that on Thursday, so it's not like it was <laughs> that long ago. That's true. That is true. Uh, yeah, so uh, there's going to be two episodes out today because of uh, recording schedules and, and editing time. Because uh, the other episode's a bit longer than normal, so I didn't have enough time to edit it when I had a little bit of a break. Um, so they're both going to go up today. Uh, so you'll get a double a double feature a of, double uh, feature infinity pool and knock at the cabin if you flip those movies around i feel like you got a pretty jazzy uh double feature why do you want to flip them around i think if you start with knock on the cabin and end with infinity pool i feel like that's better than starting with infinity pool and ending with why why do you feel why do you feel this way i feel like uh because Infinity Pool ends real sad. Yeah. And spoiler and alert for Knock it. at the Cabin. But it also does end real sad. Knock at the Cabin, I think, ends happier than, than, than Infinity, Infinity Pool. Pool. Ten times, ten times <laughs> of Infinity it does. Um, yeah. yeah, you should end on the happier note, but I just feel like... You watch Infinity Pool. You put on cab- knock at the cabin. I'm I'm gonna just mispronounce this name the whole time, so bear with me. I want to call it knock at the cabin door. The knock at the if cabin you just door. if you just dropped the the door from that part, you would have the title easy. Knock at the cabin door. I can't. I can't. <laughs> Uh-huh. It does. One thing I will say about this title is that it's based on a book, and the book has a much better title. Oh, what's the book's title? I, it's called "The Cabin at the End of the World," which is a much better title than "Knock at the Cabin." Yeah. My cabin at the end of the world. Oh, damn! I want to see that movie. Knock at the cabin. What the fuck is that? What is that? It's I nothing. will say that. Uh, spoiler! Spoilers out the game. Apparently, that's what we do with the new Shabalot. Uh, sure. if, if, <laughs> if, um, that was the title, I feel like the suspense of, are they just crazy people wouldn't be there. I think it still would. 
if somebody thinks it's the end of the world, then they think it's the end of the world. Ain't that the truth? Like that's that's how that that's how that would go. It's the end of their world. I can tell you that much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, four motherfuckers do not walk out of that cabin again. So <laughs> five motherfuckers don't walk out of that cabin again. Oof. Oof. 2023 that's, that's I don't know. M. Night Shyamalan's dethroned Avatar Way of Water at the box office this weekend. Knock at the cabin. Just end it. It right feels there. gross. Feels like an incomplete sentence. It's because it's not a good title for a movie. Uh, we saw it. We watched it. Sam, we did. What did you think? The acting is really good. It's re- Dave Batista and Jonathan Groff are putting in some some fucking capital P performances. Yeah, in this movie, and I was like, hell yeah, okay, I'm in, I'm in, baby. Uh, the direction also stellar. What I didn't think Shyamalan had this in him. Uh, this was like this was special. This was different than any other Shyamalan direction I've ever seen. Uh, and then the script is bad, <laughs> and the script is really bad, and the story is bad, and M Night Shyamalan is not a good writer. Uh. But if he keeps directing movies like this and has other people write them and he has nothing to do with the writing, I think he could I think he would make really good movies. You think he'd find his niche? I think he could find I think because like the the close-ups and the angle and the Dutch angles and like and and the like oneers uh, when people are talking and like a lot of the a lot of that stuff is like really well done. I love the framing of a lot of the characters in this movie. I thought all that was really beautiful. Um, like him and his cinematographer on this, uh, were just like killing it, uh, kind of the whole time. Like it was gorgeous to look at. Um, and the performances were like, were really stellar. Jonathan Groff and, and Dave Bautista just like being kind of standouts, uh, for me. Um, but God damn, I could not, I was, I, I was, I, honestly, I was pretty into the script for most of the movie. And then it got to like the last 30, 40 minutes and I, and it completely fell apart. And I was just like, oh, okay. What's the movie asked you? Do you believe Dave Batista can squeeze through that window? Is that, is uh, that one? <laughs> yeah, somewhere around there, I was kind of like. That was when I start, it started losing me. It was really Jonathan Groff's monologue at the end that that really yeah. like made me go, "Oh, shut the fuck up!" Like this <laughs> is not, you're not that sometimes clever. You're not that clever. You're not. You're. Uh, I, I'm a smart person. Like I I was watching this movie. Don't treat me like I'm a fucking baby, M Night Shyamalan. Stop it. For just watching so many movies together, Sam. 
from the space-time continuum. I could hear a uh-huh. Sam, ugh, in a movie sometimes. Yeah. And I heard it then, ugh. Yeah. I just look around the theater. I'm like, oh, who is that? <laughs> I see those hands go up, and I go, oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was, uh, it was that really, I, it, like, why do it? I have, okay, we'll get to that. We'll, we'll get, get to there. It. Uh, what did you think? What are, what are your thoughts on, on Knock, Knock at, at the, the cabin. cabin? I liked it. I don't love it. I am, yeah, Dave Batista's great. I think everyone really in this movie's good. I think every person. Everyone is really is good. good. Yeah, everyone is really good, but like David Tisa and Jonathan Groff are like, goddamn. Um, yeah, there's something so comforting about his movies where there's just the way he tells stories. I just find so soothing. It's just like a soothing. How do I describe this? What's a? Because I feel like this type of Shyamalan didn't happen until like Signs. And then he just never really stopped. This big, like, the world's connected and God and and journeys and the future. I mean, he only made, like, a couple movies before Signs. It was Signs and Unbreakable. Signs and Unbreakable. Or not Signs. Uh, the Sixth Sense. Yeah, he did two things before The Sixth Sense, but... Uh, prayed before uh, anger. Prayed with anger and... Uh, wide awake. Yeah. And then he wrote Stuart uh, Little. And yeah. then he just, between that time, he went to church on like acid and he's never been the same since. Yeah. In between that time. Uh, yeah. I, yeah. I like a lot of this movie. I feel like there are parts of the movie that lost me. But overall, I dig the message. I dig what M. Night Shyamalan's trying to sh- say, and also the other two writers here. Um, this movie doesn't make me interested in reading the book. Like, I still haven't read uh, the Charlie Kaufman movie we did like two years ago. I'm thinking of anything. I'm thinking things. of anything. But yeah. I'm still, I see that on my read list. I'm like, oh, I got, I got, I got to do that one one day. Yeah. This is this doesn't make me go, "Oh, I should I should pick up this book." Yeah. Um, I felt like even if the ending is dramatically different, I feel like I get there's only so many things you can do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there really is not not a whole lot of wiggle room in in how this kind of goes. I yeah. But overall, I liked a lot of it. I love the start. I love the way the movie just starts off. Yes, that was that was really good. Jonathan Groff and his husband really chilling out on the deck, just talking about something. The little do they know, their entire life is about to. That's that's yeah. that's just storytelling. They're like, do you yeah, like I these really, shoes? I, do you I, like I, these shoes? I should I, get new shoes. Do you like these shoes? <laughs> Dave Batista's yeah. gonna kick down the door. <laughs> <laughs> I I did really appreciate that it that there was no wasted time at the beginning. Like just like you see the little girl, she's catching a grasshopper, Dave Batista shows up. Immediate. Like just Die. boom. Just go. Just get it going. People are gonna die. No 
no driving up to the cabin. No, like, oh, this is gonna be such a nice weekend with the family. Like, none of none of that. Just yeah. fucking start it. Yeah. Just fucking go. Just go. <laughs> uh, and if it wasn't for how good the score and and the the tie in to the end, uh, I would want us to do that as well. Oh. But you need that first scene to set up a score, so I get it. I get it. Yeah. Jordan. But this, you don't need nothing. You can set it all up later. And that's that's pretty good. Mm. Well, we already raved about some of the cast members. Do you want to hop into this cast? Short cast. Short cast. Oh, God. Um, yes. Um... We got Kristen Quee? Kai? I don't know how to say her last name. I'm sorry. Uh, playing Wen, the little girl. Good. Uh, she's she's great. Good little I like kid. A, I, love a, I love a kid actor. Uh, we got Abby Quinn Real as quickly. Adrian. Who, there okay. was a child actor. There was a child actor that you hated recently. Do you remember? No. Neither do I, but... I remember you being like, ah, God, some child actors are good. Maybe it was for Guillermo del Toro. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> for Pan's Labyrinth or The Devil's Backbone. Who knows? No, I thought all those kids were great. Who knows? Know. <laughs> uh, Abby Quinn for Adrian, the the mom, the girl. She was good. She's fine. I thought she was... I, I think she's probably a good actor and just is kind of overshadowed by everyone else in this yeah. movie who's doing, like, a banger job. Do you know she's in uh, Little Women? I looked on her... Yes. Who is she? Yeah, I saw that. I have no idea. I was like, all the Little Women are are on the poster. Yeah. What I Little Women are you? I guess she's not a Little Woman. She must be one of the big women. Yeah. <coughs> Uh, we got uh, Nikki Amuk- Amuka Bird as Sabrina, the nurse. Uh, she was in Old as well. So yeah. Um, she was good. Jordan the Rakes with uh, Paul Giamatti and Bry- Bryce Dallas Howard. I love it. Yeah. Uh, she was good. She was kind of. She was also kind of one note the whole time, but it, it worked for me, I guess. Mm-hmm. There wasn't a whole lot going on. Uh, I I like her as an actor. I've seen her in a couple of things, but this was just not not as good as as I wanted it to be. Uh, honestly, same with Rupert Grant. I I like Rupert Grant as an actor. I, he did that Guillermo del Toro show. Um. And I and I thought he was pretty decent in that. And uh, he's also and, in Servant, and he's great yeah, he's in Servant. Yeah, I know he's a good actor. I've seen him in, in plenty of stuff that he's done. Moonwalkers, I thought he was really fun in. Um, yeah, he's in a bunch of he's in a bunch of fun stuff. Uh, but I thought this was also kind of like a good, like not a bad performance, but just like just pretty good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I already said spoilers. When he was taken out so early, I was like, well, <laughs> who, yeah, what? that felt like such a, like a waste of, of having him there. The why Rupert Grant? <laughs> yeah. 
I guess that's why, right? <laughs> I guess that's exactly why. Yeah. Um, then we have uh, Ben Aldridge as Andrew, Daddy Andrew. Um, having back-to-back movie releases. He just released a movie in December. What movie? Um, spoiler alert. Oh, I heard that uh, movie was great. Oh, I heard it was fine. I heard that movie was the movie that bros wanted to be. Ah, okay. Um, he's in a couple episodes of Fleabag as well, uh, which is fun. I wonder who he is. He plays asshole guy. Oh, I mean, <laughs> that could be any of them. Any of them that except be anybody. Scott. <laughs> But he does fully have five episodes credited as Asshole Guy in Fleabag. Fleabag was good. Yeah, Fleabag's great. Love Fleabag. Um, Yeah, but he did really good. I really liked him. uh, in, In this. Yeah, no, I really... I thought he was really strong in this. I mean, anyone would have good chemistry with Jonathan Groff, but that's true. <laughs> sometimes, that's true. Sometimes I look at Jonathan Groff and I'm like, maybe, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jonathan, and then Jonathan Groff and Dave Bautista, who are are two, two, two kind of hitters here. You say you didn't like the ending monologue. Did you like his performance? I like his performance. I just think that his words are bad. <laughs> the words that are coming out of his mouth. Yeah. I do not understand the words that are coming out of his mouth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but the performance is good. Like, he's believable. He's just also saying bullshit. <laughs> I was just like, oh, come on, man. Like, did you... Come on! I... Yeah. Yeah. I... Yeah, Jonathan Groff... I've seen him once in New York, and he smiled at me. That's how That's how you have good graces for me. Not like Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal or Louis Pullman. Yeah, fuck, yeah, fuck Louis Pullman, though. <laughs> if you want to be, if you're listening, you want to be on the podcast, you'll st- you're still welcome, but also, fuck you. <laughs> Fucking ghosting us like that. Oh, 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 Bob. Bob looking. <laughs> we even we even love your fucking movie. Like you son of a bitch. Like you can't Bob looking <laughs> Can't even have a cool call name. No, because it's Louis Pullman, baby. Oh, uh, anyway. Uh, yeah, I've already said how much I loved both of these performances. And we were just talking about how Dave Batista should win an Oscar. He really Cause yeah, we were drunk when we had this conversation. Cause I don't remember this, but we were drunk. Um, yeah. Cause you said you wanted The Rock to win an Oscar, and I said I wanted Dave Bautista to win an Oscar. If one wrestler turned actor was gonna win an Oscar, I wanted it to be Dave Bautista. No matter what, we can both agree John Cena can be nowhere near an Oscar. Yeah, John Cena can be nowhere near it. I heard Peacemaker like, was great. Yeah, but, <laughs> but nowhere you, near that, an hey, Oscar. Nowhere near an Oscar. You get um, Dave Bautista or The Rock. Yeah, no, I am really... This is like, I just hope, you know, Hollywood allows him to keep doing stuff like this. Like, 
I think they will. I think he's had, he's, I mean, even M. Night Shyamalan didn't know that Dave Bautista was a, was a wrestler and hired him because he liked him in Blade Runner 2049, where he's in one scene at the beginning of the movie. Every scene matters. Every scene fucking matters. And Dave Bautista is so good. Like he's really, he's really great. And he's had a good, like he's had a good run of movies. Like between this and uh glass onion, uh, like, and and dune like he's he's been doing good stuff and he's been doing he does plenty of other things obviously everyone loves him in in guardians but like and he's working with so many different act like directors i think i think and he's good directors fine. that's the thing that he's yeah. really he is like the the new crop when we were growing up the established ones those that he's going with diddy Villeneuve, he's going with Ryan Johnson, he's going with yeah. M. Night Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan's a bold choice to work with, yeah. especially when you're trying to build a career like he is. He is like... Yeah. Because M. Night Shyamalan, as someone a lifetime... I got his name tattooed on my butt. Uh, <laughs> but he's hit or miss. M. Night Shyamalan can miss. easily ruin your career. Like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, But no, this, this was a bold... Good for Dave Batista. I, 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 yeah. I remember when he said, I don't want to be in a Fast and the Furious movie. I only want to do good movies. And I was like, hey. But if he keeps this up. But if he keeps this up, though. Like, if he keeps doing this. He won't be the villain in Hobbs and Shaw Part 2. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's great. Um. And he even he even like survived Army of the Dead. He survived a Zack Snyder, which is another director that can that can kind of make or break you. Yeah, yeah. He was, but he got through that no problem. Yeah, but he he got through it no problem. No one even questioned like seeing another Dave Bautista. Yeah, Uh, because he's fucking good. Like he's just he's just been working. That's it, truly. The the, uh, the the true answer to success. You just gotta keep working. Just keep working. And and yeah, and then people will notice. You know? He's he's really come up in the in the past little while. People are people are just like loving him. And I and I and I'm and I'm there. I'm in it. I'm in it know? too. I like him. I like his presence. I like his and he just seems nice. He does just, he just seem like, like a nice, nice guy. guy. <laughs> he does seem <laughs> That's really like a chill helpful. dude. Yeah. Like, you can grab a beer with him. Yeah. I loved... I, and I like that they... that they Like, no one really hides his tattoos. Yeah. That they're just like, yeah, he's like a big guy. He's got these big tattoos. And this... And especially this, like, there's close-ups of his hands. And you can see, like... The Wu-Tang the, like, Rebel <laughs> and the Wu-Tang symbol and the Empire symbol. And, like, the Spectre uh symbol and i was just like oh hell yeah all right we're just letting this guy be him i love this because <laughs> at first i was like are they allowed to do that i was like i guess you could it was, oh, yeah. oh. At, it's great at first i was like now what is this character doing with a wu-tang symbol on his but it makes sense in the movie yeah teachers are allowed to like wu-tang exactly <laughs> <laughs> Don't discriminate. Sometimes, Everyone loves the clan. Sometimes, 
<laughs> I'm gonna take that out of context. I'm gonna take that out. Everyone loves. Everyone loves the guy. I never said. Hey, no. I was talking about the Wu Tang. I sometimes, sometimes the uh, name of the episode just comes perfectly out. Teachers yeah. are allowed to watch Wu Tang. <laughs> Teachers are allowed to like Wu Tang. That's the first thing in the teacher employee handbook. <laughs> Allowed to like Wu Tang. You're allowed to like Wu Tang. Oh, oh, fuck. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. Uh, takes, off their, takes off their shirt and there's a giant chest tattoo of, of the Wu Tang. With space for more. With space, with space for more. Um, yeah, no, I also I also noticed his hand tattoos. That is fun. That, that, that. Yeah. Great. And especially in this role, because your fear of the fear of having your tattoos out in in a show is that you can't. I sound like my mother in a show. Uh, <laughs> is that you can't like disappear in the character? Yeah. But look at this, Dave Batista saying, "Yeah, I mean, I ain't gonna I think, do think, two hours of makeup." Yeah, I think I think you can, like. I think it. I mean, personally, I'm. I have a lot of tattoos, so I. I'm obviously on the pro tattoo actor train. Yeah. Um. But I think, like, I. I don't. I've never felt that I. I would be. Uh, unable to like fully disappear, quote unquote, into a into a character. Like, it, I feel like it just kind of can add to. Uh, your performance, like in in the show that I did in the summer. I was playing a lawyer and it was like, it didn't super make sense that I had tattoos, but we went with it. Cause there was a line where the cop I was with complained about tattoos, like said, Oh, my wife, he watches UFC and he's like, Oh, my wife hates it. Says they all look like convicts all covered in tats and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of a nice moment where I could like look down at my tattooed arm and go like, and my next line was just right. So I was just like, yeah, right. Okay. <laughs> That's um, fun. So you're able to take a lot of it and and use it to your advantage, and I think that's what Dave Bautista is doing in both this and Knives Out. I think yeah, he's, he's really able to like show like the different sides of somebody who would be this tattooed. Yes, truly. But who, um, what's his character, dude? What's his character's name, dude? Uh, Ra- Ross Robin is he playing Raban? I think he's playing Raban Harkonnen. I wonder are those roles harder for him? Because Sechi is covered, you know, from his neck down in tattoos. When you take a role like the one in Dune where you're like, I definitely can't have tattoos here. Is it worth it? (laughs) I wonder does that go through his mind? Yeah, I mean, the costuming in Dune, like, because they're on on Arrakis, they have to be in, like, full body suits anyway. Oh! See, this so is why you read out. the book. Yeah. See, if I was Dave Batista, I'd be like, "Oh, what? I'm a, I'm a mystical man. He wouldn't have tattoos. No. Yeah. They wear body suits. Oh, why didn't anyone tell me? Yeah, they wear, they wear full body suits, and that then they just do makeup year. on his head, and and you're all good. Yeah, that comes out this year. That. Yeah, I know. I'm fucking stoked. <laughs> I'm, I'm so excited. Does Day it come one. out on your birthday? <laughs> Whoa! 
Oh, happy birthday to Sam. No, it comes out like a, a, a bit before. Ah. November 3rd. So ah. Maybe it gets yeah. pushed back. I hope not. I want to see it. As soon as possible. Uh, yeah, I want to see it, I want to see it on, on the 3rd. I want to see it on the 2nd. I want to see it like that, that night. night. Like I'm, I'm like in. Oh, that was a fun movie. I haven't rewatched uh, it, but fond memories over here. Oh, it actually did get pushed back already. And then it got, so it was scheduled for October 20th. And then it got pushed back to November 17th. And then it got shifted back up to November 3rd. God. What is coming out November 17th that they didn't want to fight? Aquaman? One of these movies are Aquaman. Oh, that's weird. Okay, it's it, it got moved back up to November 3rd, so it didn't have to fight a new Hunger Games movie and Trolls 3. Trolls 3 would have been good counter-programming. The Hunger Games movie, it's not Warner Brothers. Why would they move? I think they just didn't want to fight it. I just think they, I just think they didn't want to compete if yeah. they didn't have to. Yeah, because nothing, nothing else is coming out November third right now. It's an open weekend. Ooh, okay. So, if, and I mean, like a small movie, other small stuff will be, but as of right now, um, nothing else is announced for November third. And then two weeks later, you got Thanksgiving. Black yeah. Panther did great. Yeah, so I think I think I think it's smart to put it in a in an open weekend. Um, uh, we'll talk about the yeah. writers. <laughs> yes, we talked about Dave Batista. So we did because yeah, Dave Batista work is worth more. it. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah, written by M Night Shyamalan, Steve Desmond, and Michael Sherman. Uh, Michael Sherman and Steve Desmond are a writing duo. They wrote a short called Monsters in 2015, and that's it. Really? D- did they yeah. write the book? Nope. Uh, somebody named Paul Tremblay wrote the book. Huh. So these are two other motherfuckers. I'm guessing that they wrote the script and then M. Night took it on and then oh. M. Night changed it. <clears throat> Has to be, right? Right? Like, that's that's kind of what I would imagine this... I could imagine this. M. Night Shyamalan reading the script... It'd be like, oh, this was made for me. This is my yeah. type of movie. I really yeah. want to rewatch Signs because the amount this movie is like Signs. Have you seen Signs? No. Ah, why did I recommend Signs? I said Lady in the Water, but not Signs. Yeah. Dang. Rip. Yeah, you had me do Six Sense, Lady in the Water, and The Visit. Yeah, I wanted to span that time. All right, I don't, I don't regret that. <laughs> All right. What are these? Days? I do. What are these? <laughs> I regret it. <laughs> it was bad. It was a bad time. I've been taking care of cats these past uh-huh. this past week. It's my first real, real like me taking care of cats. I've been around yeah. cats. Yeah. Nice. I get scratched. I get scratched. Uh-huh. That's a part of the deal. 
Yeah, that's part of the deal. I still got, I'm still healing from some scratches on my hands. And then they come How back to you one hour later, like, hey, 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 <laughs> you know, I was just yeah. playing. I was just having a fun time. <laughs> really strike you and go, <laughs> yeah. get away from me. I want nothing <laughs> to do with you. But hey, yeah. hey, you want to pet me? Give me, give me yeah. a few scratch. Now, if you give me one scratch more than I want. <laughs> yeah, you're dead. You're dead. But scratch me the correct amount. Will you tell me the correct amount? No. Kitty cats. Kitty you cats. understand why the, the the pharaohs worship them. Yeah. They're so sweet. Look at look at this baby. Look at this little man. Not like dogs will just love everyone. <laughs> yeah, fuck dogs. Hey, hey! <laughs> uh, who are we talking about? Yeah, the writers. Um, boo, boo, boo. I don't know, because the... I mean, everything really went downhill for you for the ending, yes? Yeah. Yeah, I was in for most of that movie. But then this fucking ending happens. And I was like, this is fucking stupid. Stop it. It's a part of the fun. This isn't a real complaint. But just that open window, I laughed so hard. When yeah, the broke. open window and was really like, funny. I was Get like, out of the tub. <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's no way. There's no way Dave Batista fit through that little tiny little baby window. His arms couldn't fit through that window. Yeah, like it was like there's no way you actually think he went out that window. <laughs> hey, shut the thing. And they're like, we have to make sure. It's like, no, you don't. He doesn't fit. He's in the tub. I'm telling you, dude, he's in the tub. Yeah, like don't worry about it. Yeah, ridiculous. He's in the tub. It's just <laughs> for him to question it for a moment. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of the tub. Get out of the tub. Come on, Dave. Get out of the tub, Dave. <laughs> Come on, Leonard. <laughs> Come on. Oh, this movie's man. fun. I, yeah, it's goofy in the classic Shyamalan goof, but it's sincere. In the classic Shyamalan sincerity. Uh huh. Explaining the four horsemen is is a bit lazy. It's obvious. It's so it's so frustrating. You go through this whole movie of being like, of like trying to figure out who these people are and what's going on and like all this different stuff and like as like a half half intelligence uh, audience member, you go. Oh, they're talking about the apocalypse. There's this whole thing. They're saying, like, uh, part of humanity has been judged. Yeah, this is like a four horsemen sort of thing. I wonder how, like, how do they line up to the four horsemen? Yeah, there are four which of one, them. Which, there's four, four of them. Which, which one is, it lines up with death, which is pestilence, which is war, blah, blah, blah. You can kind of, like, start figuring it out. Um. And then also the, the the stuff of like, oh yeah, they all kind of represent also good parts of, of humanity, you know, caring and nurturing and uh, teaching and, and all that sort of stuff. Um, I think that that's 
that was also on my mind. I was like, oh, this is kind of interesting that they're like these four people are a nurse and a teacher and a cook uh, and a criminal. Um, I think that I think that's that's a nice way to kind of correlate those things to the four horsemen. And then Jonathan Groff just fucking says it. And I was like, well, now it's stupid actually. Because <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> yes. <laughs> if you had just not explained it, if you had just, if that moment had just been Jonathan Groff being like, this is what I think. This is how I feel. Let's just, I'm going to like do this. So you two can live and, and keep going. I think this movie, I think I would have really loved this movie, but, but fucking M. Night Shyamalan and much with other, his other movies like Glass and, and Split and, and The Visit and all the, all the other ones that I've seen, he over explains himself fucking constantly. Like, it's like he thinks he's so smart that, that people don't, won't get it. That, that he has to tell you point blank what his movies are about instead of like letting the audience like figure it out and, and like actually engage with the story. He just goes, you don't have to engage with this. I'm going to tell you what's going to happen. Just point blank. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, you know, try and try and I'm not going to let you think about it. I'm just going to tell you. And I think that's really shitty. Like, I think that's a bad way to make movies. I think There is a clear pre and post Last Airbender. And I still think he has some insecurities about his his movies, about his storytelling, about his style. Remember when people, a la Brad Pitt in Babylon, when his name popped up in in trailers, people would laugh. Mm-hmm. Across this nation, yeah, that much that like gets to you as like a human being. <laughs> yeah, of course. I'm not saying I don't. No, I no. think M Night is like a good dude. Like all yeah, the interviews yeah, yeah. that I've seen from this movie specifically, like he seems like a good dude. I, I I don't. I have nothing against him as a person. Like he seems nice and and loving and and clearly cares about what he does. I just think that he's, he over explains it and treats his audience like they're babies. And I don't like that. Does that. I'm just saying, cause there's some people, there's some movies that treat their audience like idiots. Cause they think their audience is their audience isn't are idiots. There are mm-hmm. people who are like, now let me hold your hand and here, and here you yeah. go. But, with M. Night Shyamalan, it's not like, all right, now let me explain the big thing. It's kind of just like, let me let me just make sure everyone, let me make sure everyone gets it. Let me make sure I just don't want anyone to get lost. I don't want anyone to say something that's not true. It feels more like panicky. Does that make any sense? It does. No, you you make sense. I just I disagree. I I still feel like M Night is. Come is, on, everybody. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it, I don't think it's maybe that patronizing, but I don't think it's just like him being insecure and panicky. I think it. I think it is like it feels to me, um, that at least in his writing and in his in his movies, he he's coming at it as like he knows more than you so he's like oh i'll tell you you don't have to think about it i'll just tell you what's going on 
Um, and you can just, and, and then, and then you don't have to question it. You don't have to think about it. You don't have to like misconstrue what I'm saying, but let me tell you what's going on instead of just like making a movie that like has a fairly clear message and can just exist on its own. He has to have a character at the end of the movie explain what just happened. Like it's, it's just very weird. I just, I, I'm not a fan of, of this. I hear you sort of thing. And I think it's sprinkled throughout a lot of the movie too. Like, yeah, I was just not, but it, it really just hit home at the end. And I was just, I was just not in it. Cause I kind of felt this way about old, uh, mm-hmm. a few years ago, not last year. Yeah. Um, where I kind of wish that it was just like they just they just got unlucky and ended up on the on the devil beach, Ugh. yeah. But instead, there's a whole explanation of what's happening and blah 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 and blah blah blah, where it's like, oh, yeah. oh, we don't need to see that. Um, especially after watching Infinity Pool last week, which is the most open ended movie I've seen in a hot minute. <laughs> Um, uh, it's tough to to go from that to now. Let me explain everything that just happened. Yeah, uh, there was a point I wanted to make, and I forgot it. Oh, you know what movie? It doesn't have anything like profound to say, but you know what movie's super patronizing to the audience? Black hmm. Adam. Assuming yeah. that'll just who <laughs> you'll waste your time on it. Let's yeah. go. Here you go. Here's colors. Here's famous actors. You know. Here you go. Yeah, but the but the hierarchy of the DCEU is about to change. That is a line that will haunt him for the rest of his life. <laughs> but Andrew, it's about drive. It's about power. We stay hungry. Do we devour? Put in the work. Put in the hour. If we take what's ours, it's in the morning. My pain. My culture vacant with drain. So what's the game? I never memorized. I never sat down and memorized it. I just remember it coming out, and I was like, "The rock is rapping." Oh boy! It's about drive. It's about power. Play that back. It's about drive. It's about power. Play that back. It's about drive. It's about power. Where does the rock? Dave Batista is. A, this is a weird position. Dave Batista might be the biggest wrestler turned actor. If he has, yes. if Dune Two hits, and there's another movie with Dave Batista this year, that's a that's a slaptastic fest. And Dwayne Johnson still over here going. Black Adam made a hundred twenty five million dollars. Yeah, and Dwayne Johnson's over here committing fraud. I know you don't care about these things. Do you, but did you hear about DC? About the new DC uh, movies? Yeah, I watched. I watched James Gunn's little little thing. Of course, I did. It makes me so sad. Why does it make you sad? I just don't care anymore. Uh, okay. I just was like, man. Also, I wish they had like logos. <laughs> that's that's the cool thing that Marvel does. They have logos. Oh, they have. They, they just had Fuck comic book stupid comic book covers. Um. So, according to IMDb, Dave Batista has one, two, three, four, five other projects coming out this year. Whoa! Yeah. Uh, a movie called Universe's Most Wanted. Uh, the he's in at least one episode of the Army of the Dead TV show. Okay. 
He's in Dune Part 2. Okay. He's in something called In the Lost Lands. And Guardians 3 are all coming Guardians out. Guardians 3! And he could be great in Guardians 3. He could yeah. really pull some emotion there. Yeah. Um. So yeah, he's got he's got some good. He's well, maybe not good. I don't know. I don't know the quality of some of these things. But he has a lot of things coming out this year. What's the rock year have of Dave out? Batista? This is what. What's the rock have coming out? Let's find out. And then John Cena once again just staying in the same place. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the Rock upcoming has one movie coming out this year. <laughs> it's that Christmas it's called... movie. Yeah, it's it's a Christmas movie. Red one with J.K. Simmons and Chris Evans. JK and Lucy S- Liu. J.K. Simmons is uh, Santa Claus. Yeah, it's playing buff Santa Claus. Uh... So that's that's the only project that Dwayne Johnson has coming out this year. Dave Batista by by the end of the year might be the new famous wrestler. Oh, wrestler yeah. turned actor. You know, Dave Batista yeah. and no one else. You know, Dave, and no one else. Uh I'm just gonna check John Cena. I'm just gonna Just see what, what our dude John's doing. I just wanna check it out. He's probably in the uh, new okay, Fast he's got, and Furious. Uh he's in something called Project X Traction. Uh, which is X dash dash traction, not the word extraction. It's X dash traction, Jeez, which I think is stupid. That's, that is. Uh, he's in something called Argyle, and he's in something called Coyote versus Acme. Wait, what? Yeah, is that a Looney Tunes project? Set a story set in the Acme warehouse, the manufacturer of anything and everything used by the Looney Tunes character. Yeah, it is. Starring John Cena, Will Forte, PJ Byrne, Lana Condor, uh, and yeah, yeah. After Space Jam Two, that that was that was that was unforgivable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's what John Cena has coming out this year. And then they're all in the new WWE game. That's that's universal. That between all three, yeah, that's that's all three of them because it's a new WWE game, and they're all they all uh, they all wrestle. Yeah. So that's the. I mean, Dave Batista's putting in work. Really is. Yeah. Who knows how good some of these things are? Uh, in the Lost Lands doesn't seem like it's going to be great, and who knows about Guardians or Army of the Dead. Um, but he's got he's gonna be on people's minds. I'm hoping Guardians is good. It's like James Gunn's final movie before he becomes yeah. a, a corporate slaver. Yeah. So here's hoping. Uh, here's hoping it go it goes well for Dave. I mean, I don't think I don't think any any bad movie at this point in his career could really ruin him. Ooh. Especially after this, honestly, like this really kind of cemented him for a lot of people. I'm oh, guessing. he could act. Yeah. If any, if yeah. this movie accomplished anything, it was like, oh, he can just like act. Yeah. He can become a different yeah. person. Yeah. 
Uh, and that's and that's really lovely to see. Man, this is just the Dave Bautista episode. Yeah, I love that. no, I love that. but that his character's so nuanced. It's so it's you can so tell good. he's like, bruh, bruh, bruh. You think I want to be here, bruh, yeah. bruh? I don't want the world to end. I, I got I got these kids that I coach. I gotta I gotta do shit. I close my eyes and I see them on fire every time I close my eyes. You'd be doing the same thing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> and I know I'm right. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah, he's he's so good. Um, have we talked about Shyamalan as a director? I think that's what we'll probably just end things, huh? Yeah. Uh, I really like the direction in this. Um, I loved. I I mentioned it when when I was talking before, but like all the all the angles and the, and the like one shots of people talking and it just like sliding back and forth. Um, the framing of different characters, like Rupert Grant is almost always in like a corner of the screen. He's almost never like just center, um, which I thought was really fun and interesting. Um, yeah. A lot of it was just, just really, really well done. Um, and Oh, I got a big Moffat scratch across my Oh head. God. That's fun. I'm bleeding. Oh, God. Um, <laughs> see? See? And then an hour later, hey, I'm sorry. This was, this was by accident. This was him just, just he was just climbing over my arm and, and slipped a little. Um, but it stings. Um, <laughs> so I, I really liked, I really, I really liked M. Night Shyamalan's directing in this, which is part of why I was so disappointed by the end of it. Um. What did you think? What, are, what are uh, direction yeah. solid, fun. He just having fun with it. I just this is Andrew's Andrew's theory time. Mm-hmm. I think glass blew up in his face. Uh, mm-hmm. which I don't think so. That movie is purposely confrontational with its audience. People, I sometimes Marty McFly pops in my head. Yeah, you guys don't like it, but your kids are gonna love it. That's how I feel, M. Night. Don't you worry. Don't you worry, M. Night. But for no the for all like, no <laughs> one's gonna remember Glass. For all intents and purposes, Glass blew up in his face, and I think he's yeah. just like in the gym right now. Each movie, and especially with Servant, I th- with uh, old and this, I feel like the next maybe two or three other movies, it's just him in the gym, him him figuring it out. What is going to be that movie that? does it or should he just stop that and just keep doing right what did you say earlier he needs to find someone to write like groovy scripts and then yeah if he if he finds someone else to write all his movies i think he could be i think he could come back in a big way i think people could be really excited for um the new m night Shyamalan joint yeah if he just finds if he just finds good writers but if he's writing or if he's hiring people who haven't written a movie since 2015, uh, then I don't know. Maybe, maybe get some, maybe just get some, some better writers. <laughs> They're out there, you know, They're... the fucking Steven Spielberg, just, just like him and Tony Kushner have just become best buds. Yeah, like he really <laughs> like Steve, Stevie just went, ah, I'm kind of, I just need someone to write these movies. Hey, what, one of the greatest playwrights in, in the 21st century to come help you be your writer. Yeah. Why not? 
Yeah, why not? M Night can find somebody like that. M Night can find somebody. Ooh, would that be fun? But I here's the thing. Mm-hmm. I like M Night Shyamalan's dialogue. I I I hear what you're the saying. The dialogue is fine. It's it is the just, plotting that's your issue. It is the way yeah. he goes about telling his stories. Even that I don't mind. It's just when he starts explaining what's happening. As soon as he starts explaining to the audience, like this is what the mo- this is the movie that you're watching. This is what's happening. Don't forget, this is what's happening. I not this is what it is. Remember the six cents. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm like, oh, shut the fuck up, dude. Like you need to sh- just just shush. Just shush it. Oh, I, I, the thing is... I, I do also sometimes find his dialogue a bit stilted, I, but it's not the worst. That's why. So Dave Bautista really found his groove in M. Night Shyamalan dialogue. Oh, yeah. <laughs> some people don't There's, find it. I've, yeah. I've seen it. Some, some people don't find it. Yeah, Dave Bautista really was it. like, got it. Yeah. Um, this was the yeah, Dave Bautista episode, huh? <laughs> And I'm fine with that. Dave Batista deserves it. Uh, we should be thankful that Dave Batista has blessed us with his presence. Yeah. Make, uh, put him in a rom-com. Who, yes, put him in a rom-com. Um, yeah, I agree with a lot of what you're saying. Um, yeah. Sometimes I'm like, ooh, me and Sam are going to fight. And then I'm here like, well, I, I get it. I get it, man. <laughs> the point of this whole podcast only going to make me a better artist, huh? I get what you're saying, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I... There's a lot of... of what I like. And I feel like it, there is just this... insecurity of his. And that's what feels like of him, if, for me at least. That I feel like he's just scared of like... Yeah, like, remember the Sixth Sense? I could still do that. But let me make sure I do it from every angle. Let me have nice camera movements. But it's like, no, M. Night, you don't don't need to. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, baby, you can stop. Stop. It's fine. (laughs) It's fine. Do you. Do it. Do it. But, like, yeah. I'm still, he is still, you know, for the past, truly. 30 years? 20 years. 99? Yeah. For the past 25 years, he's been one of the most interesting filmmakers uh, working. Good or bad. he I feel like he is interesting. That last Airbender movie, I have not watched it since, uh, since uh, watching the show. But like, well, oh boy, it's not good. Oh boy, it's not good. But it's interesting. There's a lot of like, oh, that's a choice. Why I wouldn't make that choice, but boy, that that is not a safe choice with what you made. M night. Okay. Uh before we I go. <laughs> before we go. Yeah, who, before we go. Who do you cast opposite? Dave Batista in a rom-com. Oh! Okay, Dave Batista's a little older, so you can't okay. have like a young 
ingenue. So it needs to be like a like a midlife rom com. I'm like, go so crazy. Need... Get like Anna Kendrick. That's a that's a <laughs> Yeah, someone someone like that. Someone in that world. Yeah, Anna Kendrick. I could see. Hmm. is like for someone who would like look well with them well too bad they're like they're like a super anti-vaxxer uh who was on the mandalorian and did the high and she was a, a ufc fighter oh yeah, yeah yeah she sucks she's uh she's uh anti-vax and transphobic and ah. um, visually they'd look nice together that would just that yeah would just sure be a good yeah. pair yeah um yeah, I don't know who would be. For some reason, I don't know if this is actually good. Give it but to for me. For some reason, Tony Collette keeps popping into my head. <laughs> oh, that would be the best movie ever made. <laughs> <laughs> I I would watch Dave Bautista and Tony Collette fall, fall in, in love. love. That is who is. Did you watch Oranges the New Black? Yeah. Natasha Leone would be fun. Uh, oh, Natasha Leone would be fun. Crazy Eye. She's a great actress. She's famous on stage, but she plays Crazy Eyes on Orange is the New Black. And she's been in a ton of stuff. Oh, Uzo, yes. uh, Uzo Ad- Aduba? Yes. Uh, yeah, she's great. That'd be a fun little they could be fun. They could be fun. They could be a good... They could have a little fun. I know... I, but I am also... Who's like the it girl? Who's... Age is a thing. He is old. He looks old. Yeah. Yeah. Who is... I'm just for the gag. Zendaya's not funny enough. What? Who's the no. it girl? Um, you know what would be really fun and cute and hear me out okay hear me out all right a little a little midlife rom-com yeah starring dave batista okay and ki hui kwan (laughs) okay all right (laughs) hear me out could be good could be fun I think they're. I think they. I think their vibes. I think they match. <laughs> I keep wanting to say no. I can't see it, but the scene of Twenty One Jump Street where they have the lobster and are like chasing each other around with it. I imagine it's yeah. them instead, and I'm like, I do want to see that. <laughs> yeah, I do want to see one of them like. With flour, and they boop the other one with the nose. <laughs> with flour, <laughs> I do. That's not something I don't want to see. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Uh, or like, or or we could do like a like a Dave Batista, and who's like a bit? Who's like another big guy who would fit? 
Who would do it? No, like just uh, like they could they could visually kind of kind of match each other. I mean, The Rock would do it though. That Talk The Rock about, would never do it. The Rock would never do it, and you know it. That's my point, though. He wouldn't do it. Yeah. But what if he did? That would. What if he did? That would. That would. That would. That would. <laughs> you know who would do it? John Cena would. That's do it. the thing. John Cena would do it. <laughs> John Cena would do it. And that could be fun. But if the rock. But it could be the rock. I could see like I could see like a one of the Chris one of the good Chris's. Like a Chris Pine, a Chris Evans, a Chris Hemsworth. One of those three. And Dave. I think that could be fun. Yeah, they already got their romance in Guardians of the Galaxy. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Yeah. Huh. They're all kind of, you know, I mean, Chris Pine's probably the smallest of them, but like Chris Evans is like a big guy. It wouldn't look too visually weird. I wouldn't see him and Chris Hemsworth. I don't see that. No, I don't. I don't see it as much, but uh, but I could see I could see it with one of the other two. I'm still on The Rock. That's every The Rock would never would do it. it. Some people would would hate watch it. But that's something that would just make money right there. Because people everyone would, go, would see well, everyone would go everyone shut the fuck up. Yeah, they the Dave would do it. The Rock would never do it. The Rock would never in a million years do it. You promised him an Oscar. That's how Hollywood works. That's how Hollywood <laughs> works. You promised him an Oscar. It's yeah, but he still wouldn't do it. If he's not allowed to, if he's not allowed to get punched uh, in a movie, I doubt he's okay kissing a man on in a movie. Tug, with tug, yeah. But you get an Oscar, have a, Dwayne. You get have an a, Oscar. Have a have an emotional sex scene with Dave Bautista. But you get an Oscar. I the ki- I'm the king of Hollywood right now. I'm telling you, you do this, <laughs> Dwayne. You get an Oscar. That's just how that works. You will get an Oscar. Yes or yeah. no? Academy Award. Winner, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Would I you like to see that, Dwayne? That. That's what you have to do, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you're uh, the bottom. <laughs> but you're the bottom, too. But you win an Oscar, Dwayne. <laughs> you win an Oscar. <laughs> and Dave, Can I at least be a power bottom? No. Sure. no, no. <laughs> No, 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 Can I at least be a power bottom? Dave Batista will just get nominated. He won't win. You'll win. I would ask The Rock this question in real life. Let's pose that he answered back to fans. Let's pose it. Let's just start asking The Rock, hey, would you do a gay rom-com with Dave Batista? For an Oscar, guaranteed you win an Oscar for best. Guarantee actor. you win an Oscar, and you get to, and you have to do like a very like a when Harry met Sally quality rom com with Dave Bautista. Yes or no? People say they'd boycott it, but they wouldn't because they wouldn't believe they would, it. They wouldn't believe it. They couldn't believe it. No, it would be too movie good. posters with them hugging like Brokeback Mountain. <laughs> People driving yeah. down the highway going, "What? <laughs> what? <laughs> that would." <laughs> Oh, God. 
Wow. They could they could even be wrestlers. They could fall in love oh, in the, the ring. In the ring. And they have to fight each other at the end. And oh. just, they do that eye acting. <laughs> it would be so good. Anyway, Hollywood, give us a call. We got a pitch. I, I feel like that got... big. I feel like that big tattooed man. I feel like that big tattooed man. It's like me. <laughs> yeah. It's like me. Oh, the power of the movies. Hollywood, give us a call, please. We'll make it. Yeah. We just have to guarantee the. We know people pay for Oscars. Yeah, The Rock's got the money. He's got his Terramana tequila and Zola exactly. energy. He's, he's making money. If he continues co- to stick to committing fraud, then the Black Adam made a bajillion dollars. Anyway. Uh, I'm Andrew My Thomas. name is Sam Bannigan. <laughs> and I'm Andrew uh, Thomas. You can find the podcast all over the place at Welcome Back Pod. Yacht, yacht, yacht. That sounded exactly uh, like Mario Kart. That that was it's a me. Mario. Have you seen The Last of Us, the SNL? Yeah, I did. I saw the I saw the Mario Kart trailer. It's a me. I'm so glad that SNL has finally caught up to 2011 YouTube comedy. Yeah, yeah, that's that is a smosh video, is it not? <laughs> it's a smosh ass video. But they, is... smosh didn't get didn't get the actors. That's true, but it's still that is that is a that is a good bit from 12 years ago. Um, yeah, like exactly 12 years ago, probably. Yeah, it's like, kind of crazy. Exactly, that's what the last one came out. Dang. Whatever happened yeah. to the Smosh guys? I know we're wrapping up, but whatever happened? Smosh to is still out there. Is, Smosh is still out there. Anthony now left and now does like a podcast and some other stuff on his own. And Ian was still in Smosh. I think he might still be there, but he might have left not too long. Oh, that's sad. So now there's a whole there's a whole new big group of people. Yeah. Uh, yeah, follow us on social media. <laughs> um, subscribe to us on all the different podcasts of your choice. Our link tree is linktree slash welcome back pod. Uh, I haven't had time to do much changing of, of anything because uh, I've been sad and stressed. Um, so it's been difficult. Uh, yeah, uh, that's a great way to support the show. Liking the track, reviewing the track, reviewing the podcast, liking the podcast, all that different stuff and all the different things uh, is is a fantastic way to help us out. Uh, if you want to support us in the best way, as always, Andrew, take it away. Tell your friends. Tell, tell your friends. Everyone, tell them all. Listen, sometimes four people will knock at your door and say, hey, you're going to have to kill one of your immediate loved ones to save off uh-huh. the apocalypse. Yeah. And while instead of, you know, trying to, to bargain with them and trying to intimidate them, to yell at them, you know what? Just listen to us and just have a chill time. Listen to us. Yeah. Would you believe them at any point? What's the point where you would believe them, Sam? I don't know. When Jonathan Groff explained to me every plot detail <laughs> of the whole movie. See, I, I was I'm so gullible. The first the first time they turn off the TV. 
I go, oh, dang, what they were saying was right. <laughs> it's pre-recorded. But, like, but, like. <laughs> <laughs> but how did they know? But how did they know this recording was going to play <laughs> at this moment? Um, yeah. Yeah, but listen, tell your friends, tell your enemies, tell your captors. And uh, The Rock should be a bottom. <laughs>